Welcome to the Two Wealth Show, a show that shares how you can create real wealth for you and your family. I'm one of your hosts, Justin Bogard, and my co-host is Elizabeth Sickles, aka Super E. I am a real estate note investor specializing in performing residential real estate debt. I find the deals, acquire them for my own portfolio, as well as educate investors while walking them through the process of owning a real estate note. My co-host, Super E, a real estate investor, specializing in short-term rentals and the management of them. She connects investors with short-term tenants and manages everything in between. Our show is sponsored by Bright Path Notes and Elizabeth Mayora. You can find out more information by visiting our websites at brightpathnotes.com and elizabethmayora.com. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Two Wealth Show. This is episode number 10. I'm Justin Bogar with Bright Path Notes. And I am Elizabeth Mayor Sickles, aka Super E. And today we want to talk to you about being prepared both in real estate and then also in your personal life. So as far as just a lot of tips and tricks that you can use as we're moving through um, all the things that are going on in the world today. Great. Well, I'm excited for this. Uh, I'm excited to reach episode 10. So um, Elizabeth, let's just get into it. All right. So one of the things that I think is really important and what I've done, which I've not done since I was a kid, but is to make a garden. Oh, okay. Um, yes. And I actually, my backyard, if you don't have an area that's ideal, it's really nice that today you can do it in your landscaping. And if you, which is actually what I did because my backyard is all, it's completely shaded. Um, so I've got not only, I have a garden in my landscaping, but I also have, I put my herbs in a couple of containers and I'm going to put tomato plants in my containers also. I don't know much it's, about that. <laughs> <laughs> Do you not have a green thumb or? Nope. <laughs> I just checked. I don't have a green thumb. <laughs> well, and I, I think that one of the things that you can do if you live in town or you don't have access to land or you can't be part of a co-op is that you can also do hydroponics. Okay. So, and what hydroponics is, is it's growing fruits and vegetables in water. So okay. you don't need dirt for hydroponics. Okay. So no soil, no dirt, no nothing. Correct. Okay. Yes. And like, we're really lucky in Indianapolis. We have um, some really hydro, um, highly rated hydroponics places. And actually I'm going to go visit them this weekend. If you don't have that or don't have access to that, you can always go on Amazon or you can go to stores. If for whatever reason you can't get to that store, a lot of stores are shipping directly now as well. So there's, there's always a way, there's always a way to make something happen. So just, just know that. Okay. Yeah, and you can do an investment in hydroponics for as little as $50. And then, of course, you can get into, yeah, so it's, it can be super, you know, inexpensive. Um, you know, and especially if things continue on, then you, you can have something that's growing in the wintertime if you're not in a warmer client. So, oh, now that I get. That makes sense. So you're yes. talking about if you can't get outside. You can't grow things, so you can you can put those things in a just a a pot, some sort of pot, 
and then you put water in it and then the, the vegetable and stuff grows inside it just with water. Yes, just with water. And they do sell special oh. lighting for it also. And the lighting actually starts anywhere from $30. And of course that goes up to thousands of dollars. But oh, again, wow. the, the key, yeah, the key is, is that it's very inexpensive just to have something on hand. Okay. So what's how, I'm just assuming, you know, a lot more about this than maybe I should be asking questions, but how, so the growth rate of the plants and vegetables, is it the same as if it was in a garden in the soil outside? It, I have exhausted my knowledge on hydroponics at this point. So, um, Whoops. Sorry. I, that's okay. <laughs> um, I've literally just, well, I've, I've been around it a little bit, but I've not done any research, but that's actually my project for the next couple of days. That way on Saturday, when I go to the store, I can just buy everything and be set. That's interesting. Yeah. I'd like to see a setup with I'll have to look that up on the internet after we're, we're done today and uh, see what that looks like. But people like do that in a larger scale. I'd be interested in seeing how that looks. Cause I've heard the word before, but I never really dived into exactly what, what it is they're talking about or what does that mean? And how does it benefit? Why, why does that make sense? And now I get it now <laughs> as we're living through this time right now, you know, that makes yes. sense. And actually this is kind of interesting. There's a company here in Indianapolis that they do shipping containers with, I'm positive that I was there. It's with hydroponics. I'm almost sure. Um, but they grow marijuana in these <sighs> shipping containers. Yeah. And they have this, it's a really incredible setup. Um, and this is all for medical grade, you know, marijuana, of course. Sure. So. Sure. Yeah, sure. <laughs> sure. What street corner is this on? Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <clears throat> so, but yeah, there's a lot of different uses. Um, I met a guy that does hydroponics on a huge scale. He's just outside of Muncie. Um, here in Indiana, and he has a very impressive operation, and he grows all kinds of stuff, and the food tastes delicious. He also awesome. has, yeah, like people can get really extravagant, and like he has fish that are swimming underneath all of his um, fruits and veggies. So, oh, that's cool. Yeah, so this is something to keep. You know, if you have kids at home, it's something that can keep them busy and intrigued for a little while. Oh, so you yeah. can do your own little science camp at home. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I just think it's, you know, something that you can definitely do right now. That's awesome. Mm -hmm. I'm glad you brought that up. Cause I, that's just a fun conversation off our usual topics, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yes, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I think that's important that we make sure that we have yeah. a food supply. I think food supply would be important. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> now more than ever, right? Because things are a little bit different. Um, as we're recording this, it's re recording it um, in May. So things are starting to loosen up, I guess, for our state. We live in Indiana and there's, uh, we're going, a lot of businesses are going through the first phase of this four phases they're supposed to go through as far as how they get back to quote unquote normal. And so what, what have you been seeing that's just, that, that you see differently than you did a month ago since now that we're starting to open up things and you know, some States have actually regressed and actually opened up and then stepped back and 
some businesses opened up and then they stepped back and closed again. Um, I don't know if you mm-hmm. read, uh, there was a, I didn't read the whole article, so I don't have all the information, but the headline was basically Top Golf opened up for like one day, I think, and then they reclosed quickly. So I didn't get a chance to read that whole article, but I saw that headline. I was like, oh, that's interesting. So maybe I should go back and read that, but I don't know if you caught that. But <clears throat> I didn't, but I was by there yesterday and there were people in the base. Like I know they're only doing every other bay okay. right now, so maybe they've made changes and opened back up, but. Yeah, for um, those of you that don't know well, what Top Golf is, it's it's a place that's like a sim. It's not simulated golf. It's it's golf where you are at a driving range, but you're on um, different levels you can hit from, and then you're just hitting out there. And they they have uh, tracking devices on the ball that shows your distance and stuff. And then you can hit different uh, pins they have set up throughout the the range. So that's what Top Golf is. It's fun for anyone. <laughs> yes, we did the company Christmas party there this well last year. Oh, you did. Um, Yes. Yes. They loved it. It's a lot of fun. (laughs) That we roll. And actually, um, my real estate brokerage, I just found out this week that we have a platinum membership so that we can take clients. And so, yeah, if if you want to go, let me know. Hey, I'm game. Anytime. (laughs) (laughs) So, and speaking, so that's a really good kind of, well, actually to answer your question, so Friday night, Um, I went out to a restaurant and I have to say the only thing that was different, it was pretty packed. Um, the only thing that was different was the fact that the waiters were wearing, um, masks. Oh, okay. It was so nice to be, I don't like to cook anyway, so it was really nice to be gone. You've been struggling for a while. I have been eating a lot of, of, uh, special macaroni and cheese because that's easy in spaghetti. (laughs) Right. You can get tired of spaghetti quickly. Yes. Mm, excuse me. What What about you guys? Have you guys been out, your family? We've stopped by Chick-fil-A. We got Chick-fil-A a couple of times, uh, the carryout. And a McDonald's drive-thru, I think we hit once. And um, we tried to order from a restaurant and get carryout. And I think it was on Mother's Day, which was a big mistake. So they everybody was so packed with getting delivery orders that we just had to end up canceling our order because it was going to be hours before we would get our food. And I, I really felt bad for the employees that worked at those restaurants um, just because you got a taste for what they had to go through for, mm-hmm. I mean, obviously when you go to a restaurant, you can seat so many people like, you know, a couple hundred people or whatever. And you have <clears throat> people that serve the food and stuff, take care of it. And then you have the cooks that can handle that, that volume. And then when you have, you know, thousands of people wanting to make orders and you have a lot less people and you're trying to all funnel in through a couple of cooks, you know, at a restaurant, I can just see how, um, it's just overburdensome for them. So I felt really bad for them. And I was just like, Hey, look, you guys, you guys have it worse than I do right now. I can go figure out where to get food somewhere else. So, um, but that's been my only experience at the restaurant. I've heard of other people, um, that have gone out to eat and stuff in different States and, you know, at 50% capacity or whatever, but, um, that's, that's just been my experience. So we've been pretty, pretty good about staying in the house and only going out when we need to, but we're definitely ready to, to get out and do some different things or hopefully take a vacation soon. Mm-hmm. Excellent. Um, you know, speaking of which, so that really brings up two, two points on the real estate side, okay. right? So the first point is you've got these restaurants and I was at my parents this weekend um, and Sunday we went to a restaurant and, you know, they're only, they're at the 50% capacity there. 
um, you know, they're, they're taking away part of the seating and stuff. So it begs the question, like how, what's going to happen to our food costs there? Because the restaurants still have the leases they have to pay and they still have utilities and everything else, just as if they were seating everybody. Right. Right. <clears throat> so I, I think we're going to see some, probably some major differences in commercial real estate and, you know, kind of the flip to that also is that, you know, anytime that there's, you know, you, there's the negative, it's not really negative, it's just reality in it, but there's also the opportunity in it, right? So is there just going to be more delivery? Um, I didn't read the article, but I know in Indianapolis, they're going to be shutting down some of the streets so that they can, um, they're going to be shutting down the street to vehicle traffic so that they can do more outdoor seating. So, you know, just like things like that, like there's always an opportunity and kind of, you know, where we can put our thinking caps on it, you yep. know, and even if you like things outside of real estate, like how can you capitalize on that? Because there's always a way, there's always a silver lining. Yeah, you're exactly right. People have to adapt and they have to just be creative about their situation and they can, they can still thrive through this, this part of it. Just don't, don't give up. <laughs> you know, mm -hmm. I know obviously it's, it's tough and it's very challenging, but you're exactly right. There's always a way to, to make it work for everybody. Um, obviously, outdoor seating isn't that fun when it's raining, but if it's covered outdoor seating, uh, you can still make it work. That's right. So, and whenever you look at those kind of companies, you're looking at awning companies, which is either canvas or plastics, at wood, right? So that's, mm -hmm. that's your lumber industry. So it's going to be hitting all the different industries as well. Absolutely. <clears throat> which should open up more jobs too. So hopefully there's a little bit of an offset between the unemployment where it's at as of today, whatever that number is, and then other companies that just need, need the help. So hopefully that'll offset some of those numbers and get, get people uh, with jobs. Mm -hmm. Yeah, for sure. And you mentioned taking a vacation. So mm -hmm. in June, so when this episode airs, um, I'm taking two vacations and we're going to one with my family and then one with a friend. Um, so we're either going to now, this is really interesting, in the state of Florida, um, last week there was a, a huge um, a lawsuit filed against the governor because he had shut down short-term rentals but was allowing for hotels to take guests, ah. so, which makes no sense at all. Right, yeah. Um, so now they've opened up some of the counties on, um, along the peninsula, so, or excuse me, in the panhandle, so Pensacola, Destin, those places. Um, because we were going to go to Alabama because we knew for sure we could get a vacation rental house. But okay. now that we can, yeah, now that um, Florida is opening up, then we might go there because we're, I'm doing that in two weeks. Okay. Uh, wow. So, yes. Vacation. Are you driving down there? No, no, we're flying. Okay. That'll be interesting. I'd like to hear your feedback of, on the airline experience <clears throat> when you go down well, there. Well, Caitlin that works with me, she just went to Fort Myers two weekends ago. She flew down and she said it was packed. Oh, wow. Um, both coming and going. So were there masks required? Do you know? She didn't say, so I'm going to assume not. Okay. Yeah, that's interesting. So I guess uh, I haven't been keeping up on that stuff to see what it's like. I just been held up in the house here. So <laughs> with my blanket over my head. Is it over yet? <laughs> right yes yes hermit hermit was the term i was thinking of <laughs> Hermit. So. well at least you're shaving and you know you don't have yeah. a, 
but that's a good thing. Yeah, I don't look like the guys on Duck Dynasty where they had the, the big long beards. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, I've seen some people on Facebook that I'm friends with and they, they decided not to shave until they get, you know, everything gets back to quote unquote normal and they just have these very large, uh, grizzly looking beards. <laughs> very funny. <laughs> Gotta love it, right? Yep, absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> All right. So what, what else do you want to talk about today before we wrap up our episode? I think just it's also important to know what's going on on the economy side. Oh, yeah. So there's a lot of money being printed right now. Lots and lots of money, which devalues the dollar. So there's kind of, you know, there's this thing, for lack of a better word, there's this thing going on if, you know, do you want to get all your money invested now before, while well, it's still has value to it or are you going to wait until prices fall if they fall right so i just i really think that people you know need to do your own research and decide for yourself if you do want to wait um for me i'm actually so i have a i have a nonprofit also and i'm actually selling one of my lots um just so happens my neighbor wants to buy it i hadn't planned on it at all um that's gonna work out really well nice <laughs> um, and I'm, I'm looking for stuff to buy right now, actually, because I, I, I do want to invest now and I think there are some good deals out there. Oh yeah. Um, some really good deals. So are you seeing any better deals on the <clears throat> side? So on the, I'll call it the hard real estate side, the actual property side, I don't see too many of those deals because I'm, I'm not in those channels as much as I used to be now that I'm in the note business. But I'm definitely seeing a note opportunities. I'm definitely seeing peop more people starting to invest like, like they would in February or January, um, which tells me that the confidence level is, is back and mm -hmm. people are starting to, to get back into what, what normal investing is like. So I've, I've been kind of excited. Um, obviously, we've, we've talked about several times about seller financing being so, so big an opportunity. And we're, we're seeing more of those opportunities every, every week for people asking for help on how to create seller financing deals and how to just structure a deal to where they can get into it and they can get out of it. And both can be like on terms where they buy something on terms with seller financing and then they resell it with seller financing. So there's a lot of creative things that you can do. And we just love helping people out walking through that. Mm -hmm. Awesome. And just to, just to give a quick update on the vacation rental side for us, okay. we're slammed. We are totally <laughs> slammed. So we have kind of a, we have a mix. We have people that are local that just need to change uh, four walls for a while for yeah. a, you know, for a long weekend. Uh, maybe they've had a little too much family, friends together, you know, together in this time. Um, we have that. And then we also, we have people that are traveling in for, for various reasons as well. Um, and then we've also, a couple of our properties, we have some guests that are staying with us for a couple of months at a time. So like this last weekend, we only had two properties that we didn't have guests in. And the one property um, were our clients that were staying in a unit. So really, we only had one property open. Wow. It's pretty good compared to what it was, what it was in March. So oh my gosh. It's amazing what a couple months have done to the business. But yes. I mean, you had to see that when, when nobody was able to do the short-term rentals or just get out of the house, you know that was people are going to get bound up pretty quick. You know, the, our culture is to run, run, go, go, go fast, fast, fast. And then when we slow down and we're kind of isolated, I think it really, it starts to build up 
you know, inside with people wanting to get out and do stuff. So, I mean, everyone included, I mean, even myself, you know, as much as I like staying at home, I still want to get out and do things. So, um, I'm, I'm hoping the vacation rental business thrives, uh, for a while. Thank you. Yes, me Definitely. too. For a very long time. <laughs> well, it helps, it helps all the economies, all the micro economies that we have, you know, all the small businesses, cause you're going to stay local and shop local, right? That's right. Helps, you know, our cleaners, when we have maintenance, HVAC, app, plumbing, electrical, <clears throat> it's everything. Our utilities. So, yeah, it makes a huge difference. Absolutely. Absolutely. Elizabeth, did we hit all the highlights that you wanted to hit today? We did. So make sure you've got a food supply and yes. make sure that, that you decide what you're going to do um, with your money. If you're going to invest now, if you're going to wait for a little bit. Um, whatever works, works for you and for your situation. Yeah. I don't think there's a wrong answer. I don't, I think there's definitely opportunities right now and there's definitely it's um, you, you can wait a little bit longer too. All in all, it is up to you. So <laughs> Elizabeth, that's awesome. That's all the time we got for today. So I'm Justin Bogar with bright path notes. And I am super E Elizabeth with Elizabeth Mayora. All right. Don't forget to check out the video cast of this episode on our YouTube channels. Bright Path Notes or Elizabeth Mayora. See you guys. The Two Wealth Show is produced by Justin Bogart and Super E, sponsored by Bright Path Notes and Elizabeth Mayora. Thanks for listening and watching for our show. 